Hey everyone, this is Tyler with Easy Agent Pro. I'm here with Brett Kepler uh, from Next. You can go check out Next. They have this cool transaction management system uh, going on over there. It's rather new. Um, stumble upon it when we were compiling a list of the best real estate tools a couple months ago now. But anyway, he and I are going to sit down. He's an uh, ex-realtor now doing more of the tech side of things. Uh, we're just going to talk about uh, how organization is in in real estate companies today and sometimes why it can be difficult to get organized and just sort of outline all the things you have to do in real estate uh, to you know maintain a family life to maintain you know a nice organizational structure and start you know using things like real estate assistance so uh, welcome to the show Brett yeah thank you uh, so much for having me I appreciate it yeah, so um, why don't you explain to people what Next is and then your perspective on like the unique challenges that face uh, real estate agents in 2015 and the things that are expected of them? Sure. So uh, my background is you know in real estate sales. I started up a company and I have a team and did the whole, you know, let's become a mega agent process and went through a ton of different tools uh, that did everything from CRM to, you know, lead generation uh, to document storage and signing. And, you know, as I continued to grow, I realized that really what was at the heart of my business was great systems, which these were systems that supported the marketing and systems that supported the uh, lead generation and the client service and all that. And I really didn't have a great tool that was out there that was allowing me to uh, to execute well on those systems and manage those systems. It, it was still, that was the one part of our business that was very archaic, that we were using paper checklists and, and just hoping that we had really great people sitting in the seats yeah. making those sorts of calls, if you know what I mean. Uh, but as, uh, you know, the one problem that I think most, you know, agents, you know, find is that as you make it look really easy, the others with you think it's easy too. And mm -hmm. I kept losing my assistants to becoming agents. And I realized that, you know, as soon as they get up to speed and I don't have to worry about the business or babysit the business, uh, they would think, hey, I can make a lot more money doing exactly what right. he does. And, he, you know, they would leave and they'd get in the business. And, you know, so far they haven't done all that well. So I feel good and bad about that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, so that kind of brought me to the point where after trying system after system after system, I said, you know what, all I wanted to do is this. And I thought I'm going to build it just for my team and it's going to be simple and easy. And then it turned into, well, let's add to this and that and all these different bells and whistles. And then other people wanted to try it. So it became something that was a very simplified task management tool that allowed for easy, repetitive processes, you know, uh, to work and to automate a lot of, you know, kind of just the little tasks that get in the way of really what the focus should be for an agent, which is, you know, going out and meeting new people uh, expanding your sphere and trying to get those people to to buy and sell homes with you. Right. So that's where next came from. So, so if the point is to get out. Every everyone, every agent knows. You know, they have to grow their sphere. They have to do marketing. They have to do lead generation. Uh, like, what is what? What are the things that get in the way of building those great systems? Uh, because I mean, personally, I know it's it's probably the hardest thing you can do in any business, but it's also the most important. Um, like, what are those things that you, you see as the primary? Imp sure. Well, I, I can tell you, I mean, the biggest, uh, what every agent wants, I guess, is a business built on referrals. Because, you know, outside of maybe the top 1% of agents out there, most are extremely, I guess, lazy may not be the right word, but not nearly as salesperson-y or as aggressive mm -hmm. as they should be. 
So getting them to consistently lead generate is just, it doesn't happen unless there's a really strong culture up top. And there's a lot of introverts leading teams. You know, there's a lot of people that have forgotten how to cold call. And we're in a new generation where, you know, I hate being cold called. So right. it's really hard for me to think, oh, I need to pick up the phone and, and take, you know, follow all these courses that all these gurus put out. So just, you know, as agents get into the business, the last thing they want to do is prospect because it's uncomfortable and it's rejection after rejection after rejection. You know, as you're in, as a new agent, you're already, you know, you have a 90% chance of failing out after right. the first two years. So, you know, I think uh, for an agent really to be successful, they need to do a lot of those basics, but they just don't do it. So, uh, you know, I think it's personal fear that probably really affects, you know, people from growing. And that's why I see a lot of agents when they first get in the business, not so much doing door knocking, not so much, you know, making the calls or going after expireds, um, but really aligning themselves with people who will just give them leads. Right. Um, those are the people that are successful enough that, you know, they have a strong referral business. Um, they don't have to do a lot of prospecting or it's really easy for them to prospect because they can call and say, oh, I was the top agent in my town last year. Uh, I've sold like every home in your neighborhood twice. You know, that's a really easy sales it's an easy sale. Yeah. And it's really hard when you're when you're brand new. So, you know, I think that when it comes to creating systems, the first thing you have to do is have clients to build systems for. Mm -hmm. And that's the hardest part is, is, is where do you get that that book of clients? So um, most agents, when they're new, you don't need a system to remember how to close your one property. We have one property to worry about. You know, yeah. every day you wake up thinking, oh, my gosh, I hope this closes. And what do I have to do to make it close? Like yep. there's no one getting more attention than like that first buyer because you are freaking out because you know what you're doing. You're probably going to screw up. You probably have screwed up. And you haven't had a paycheck until then. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're counting your chickens, you know, before they hatch right there for sure. So, uh, you know, there, there's all sorts of reasons, you know, I think why people um, struggle to generate leads. Uh, but the best way is to get in, it, personally, what I think, get in, work with a team, have someone that can provide that accountability that your broker isn't technically supposed to force upon you, like a mm -hmm. team leader can, just because of the whole independent contractor thing. Uh, you know, there's some requirements about, you know, uh, meetings and trainings and, you know, it's, um, I think you get sort of a mentor and, and a, a, a role model uh, along with leads that's going to drastically improve your chances for success. Right. Yeah, that's great advice, joining team first and then sort of segueing into the, the other market after you have your own business built up. But let's say you're, you're, you do have your own business built up yeah. what what's the first step you can take towards organizing that it sounded like you had this goal of being a mega agent and you're probably making you know non-mega agent money and you want it to be here so like what's the yeah. biggest first step you can take to to bridging that gap between sure. where you are and where you want to be yeah so the first thing you have to do is you know you have to find i think someone who is sort of your opposite because real estate's turning into a very well-rounded business where mm. You know, you have to be a great salesperson. You have to be very good at details. You have to be a client person. You have to be able to push out great marketing. You know, you have to have good communication skills. You literally have to wear like every hat and be within every scope of a personality profile chart. Yeah. Okay. And the problem is, is that if you're a really good salesperson, you're generally, if you know like a disc profile chart, you're in that dominant personality, that very, you know, influential personality and totally opposite your personality traits are the people who like a very clean desk, who like checking lists off. But those are all extremely important elements to having a successful business. It's, it's what you deliver from a customer service standpoint, from a consistency standpoint, making sure that just like at McDonald's where uh, every new franchise has an exact playbook they follow to mm -hmm. ensure that 
you know, they're delivering on the successful principles that McDonald's stands for. The same thing and the same approach has to be, you know, taken into account when you have a, a real estate team or, you know, you're just a sole, you know, real estate agent. You should be able to ensure that every person walks away knowing that you did an awesome job because what comes with that experience is going to be the referrals that get you out of ever having to cold call again or worry about, you know, uh, Facebook ads or worry about, you know, you know, geo-targeting towards right. this or that or, you know, predictive analytics. You know, there's so many ways to generate leads right now that the easiest one that no one seems to really think about is just going after your sphere. Yeah, that is yeah. absolutely the best. And the best way to get there is to make sure that every person you come across is extremely happy and you don't screw anything up. So that's where systems will prevent fires from occurring and also, you know, deliver on an experience that you have, you know, set there and designed to generate more leads your way. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's- Right. Everyone, you know, well, we help people generate leads, but like that's that's just the first part of the equation. And then it's giving that lead a great experience, always improving. It's it's building the machine that builds the machine is sort of the quote that's been in my head um, the last couple of weeks. But yeah. you have to make sure that you're not only building these systems that deliver that great experience, but you're also then building the system that improves the system over time because like, I don't know, six months ago, we didn't have, oh, your marketing would have been different. Or um, right. maybe over the last six months, people really just stopped replying to, um, I don't know, maybe email or texting. And now they're replying through Facebook Messenger because everyone has that app installed on well, their phone. Yeah, and I'll tell you, well, Tyler, a good example is, you know, we just went through this new TRID regulation where yep. now there's these whole different processes and procedures for getting uh, disclosures, you know, um, uh, received by the recipients, and we have to have extra forms signed. I mean, every time we screw up, and every agent's going to screw up in one way or another. And if mm-hmm. they have the right mentality, they think, what could I have done to have avoided this problem? All of a sudden, they go back to their process and their checklist or whatever, and they say, add in two weeks before this time, we need to verify that you know this will happen or this won't happen so we don't get to the closing table and we say, oh, whoops, you know, we screwed right. up. So it's an, it's an ongoing process. Um, you know, the system that, say, my grandpa would have used, you know, 60 years ago would not make sense today, obviously. So, you know, just like my system's not going to be the same maybe tomorrow or five years from now, uh, that that's that exactly speaks to, you know, having something that you can build on. Right, exactly. And, and so speaking of five years, you know, go, where do you see real estate going in the next five years? Like, what are the biggest things you see changing um, regarding systems or marketing? Sure. Or- well, I think that, you know, there's been a, I guess, not not as much accountability in real estate mm-hmm. as there's going to be in five years. And I say that because agents have, and really MLS associations, everyone's been very guarded about transaction data, you know, personal reviews. Um, with social media out there, if, if you've wronged someone in the real estate community, um, you know, you can, you can post on Facebook, boost your posts, and you've hit 10,000 people all saying you suck as an agent. Right. So I think that, you know, for the first time, agents are being held a lot more accountable than they ever have in the past. Um, so, you know, with that in mind, I think that it's going to be harder to just survive without putting yourself, you know, in, in a place uh, where you're delivering great service. Right. You know, I think that uh, the single agents who are just sort of, you know, not cutting it so hot, they they are going to end up either exiting the business or they're going to align with someone who can make up for their weaknesses. So I do see a huge rise in teams. Um, I think that uh, 
you're going to see new agents join teams, probably leave the business for a while and try to start their own team. Um, but pretty much everyone's going to work in little groups, whether it's just one person and an assistant or one agent with five buyers, agents, listing partners, you know, the whole gamut of like a 12 person group. Right. Um, but regardless, you're going to see, I think a, the majority of properties that get sold and you know, I'd say 80% of sales are probably going to go to those people who are teams or at least have an assistant. So even if, you know, there are fewer agents, you know, in the marketplace moving forward, it's those people that are very good. They're going to figure out how they can do a lot more simply by, you know, adding some support to their, uh, to their operations. Yeah. I mean, from what I'm seeing in the last couple of years, it's, it seems like the amount of things you have to do to get to that transaction being closed are just escalating rapidly. Um, like you used to be able to buy leads from Google ads and, you know, <laughs> like that's just getting more and more expensive. Yeah. Buying Zillow, each package goes up and gets more expensive. And so it's yeah. really, you do have to be on a team or, or have at least an efficient system that doesn't waste those leads or something that you've actually built that then gets you those leads and turns it into referrals that make it more profitable down the road. Makes it a longer yeah. shot idea. Oh, Exactly. You know, I think that's exactly right. You know, at the same time, I think there's a larger demand from the general public on our time or, you know, an agent's time right. in general. And, you know, I think there's an expe expectation of, you know, like Uber, I press a button and I want my person to show up and take care <laughs> of me. Sure. And I want to be able to reach you at all hours and I want to negotiate it at 2 a.m. And, and, you know, that's that's getting harder and harder as technology improves. You know, I remember before I got, you know, before I was married, this was in college, and I had a girlfriend that I didn't have a cell phone, so that mm -hmm. was great, because I could go and do whatever I want. The moment <laughs> I got a cell phone, yeah, you know, I was all time. Every time, yeah. And, and there was none of this, oh, I didn't see you at the bar, I, I was looking for you, we must not have crossed paths, like I doesn't fly anymore. Right, right. So, you know, as that's progressed, and we're in, in situations where, you know, people know everywhere we're going, and what we're doing, um, I think there's just an expectation on your time, and if you can't help cover for them. If they want to see a house and you're showing someone else, or if you have a closing and they want to see something that day, um, even if you're in a two hour meeting, you know, sometimes you can't afford to not return that person's call or get them an answer within two hours that the expectations that the consumer is setting is driving people towards that team, you know, uh, status or that, that, you know, the teams to, to really have to exist in order to just service them the way they want to be serviced. So you're arguing that people are expecting more more timely responses, all all these things that we'd probably agree with and have seen in in the marketplace. Um, but how can someone start like adapting their business to suit those customers? Is it simply by joining a team, or is it creating a team, or like even if you create a team, do you set hours and set the you know who answers the phone? Yeah, like. You know, I think um, I think part of what's going to make you successful in this business is that you have to be, you know, out there really working for your for your client. And, you know, what I try to teach, you know, some of the agents that are on my team is that, you know, you have to you have to equip yourself so that you can work anywhere. You know, you have to be able to. Unfortunately, if you're out with your family somewhere yeah. and you have three minutes to go to the bathroom. You've got to be able to, to, you know, turn around three emails and be able to send a document for signature within eight minutes or so. So when you come back, it doesn't look like you're putting your business in front of your family. Right, right. It's, it's like you got to sneak around and, and you're almost, you know, having an affair with your job because you're trying to keep both happy at the same time, you know, mm -hmm. as weird as that might sound. 
Uh, and I'll make sure my wife doesn't hear this. Um, <laughs> hear this spot, yeah. Your, your, your bathroom, bathroom breaks are, are ruined. Breaks. Yeah, never again. Uh, you know, never again. Um, or I'll leave my phone at the table is probably more appropriate. <laughs> but you know, teaching you know teaching them to be equipped to, to be able to offer timely responses. And then the other big thing is just managing expectations. You know, it's really hard for new agents to say no, and it's really hard for new agents to. Um, you know, to, to set themselves up, whether it's just with the initial consultation or, um, you know, knowing that if you start answering emails at 10 o'clock at night in the very beginning, they're going to think that that's an appropriate time to reach you. Right. After the third time that they don't get a response from you until the next morning, they're going to get that you do not return, you know, texts at 10 o'clock at night. So it's also kind of knowing how to manage that relationship that comes through training and this is definitely not something you're going to learn from your broker, you no. know, because they're they're pretty much uh, focused on how do I get you know more agents in, how do I you know increase my revenue, how can I how can I stop spending as much money on these people? Uh, that's where you know you have all these licensees under a person that really doesn't know the business, you know. But when you can come in and work with someone who's leading a team, you're going to learn all these little you know pieces of of craft and and art. It's going to actually help you have a life and help you manage your clients better, and you'll become a better agent, you know, by doing that. Right. That's really interesting, but I think some people might be maybe confused by that. So, sure. you're you're both setting the boundaries for the communication and what they can actually do, while at the same time building communication streams that um, are more open and give the consumer what they want at a push like button moments yeah. notice so like right. how do you balance that that obvious you know conundrum sure uh you know i think it's i think it's what you you determine is what is reasonable communication yeah. you know if it's something where you know you have an auto responder on your email saying i'll answer your email within 48 hours it's not going to fly mm -hmm. um you know unfortunately the way this business is and the way you know what it demands from you is to be somewhat responsive Okay, but it's a matter of figuring out when's the appropriate time to to, to to be you know responsive to that person, and you know everyone everyone puts other you know priorities they have in their life or other important things yeah. above others. You know, there's some where I always think if I was if I was single, you know, I'd be killing it right now <laughs> in anything that I do because what do I have to do all day? You right. Know? I would just work and and that'd be great, but I'd probably be miserable on the inside. Mm -hmm. So you know, if it, I think that it's um. I think it's, it's just a balance and it comes over time, you know, and you have to be pretty clear and upfront about, you know, with, with whatever your other priorities are that, Hey, this is sometimes going to take precedence. Other times, you know, your marriage takes precedence over, you know, clients. And it's just a matter of, um, you know, feeling out what that person's willing to accept. Now, if you know they're the type that is going to call you 10 times, you can choose either to not have a relationship with that person, don't work with them, or you'll, you can know to just, Hey, pick up the phone, you know, I got it. I'm working on it. I'll call you back tomorrow. Yeah. And that's and that's usually enough. So a lot of it too is just reading your your client and figuring out how they you know want to be responded to. You know, one thing that I uh, uh, would always do is you know I have an assistant that um, would would basically be my other you know two brains working as one. Mm -hmm. So you know, as part of building your systems and part of building your team is you got to be able to release that control over thinking that you have the answer for everything, that you should be the only one that they speak with. Um, or, you know, on the opposite end, there's some agents that just say, I'm not going to talk to you any longer. <laughs> right. also, so, you know, I try to move the conversation to email as, as much as I can, because that way, you know, we all three can talk together versus a phone call. Um, but, uh, you know, I think it's, 
I think it's just figuring out, make sure you get that right person, showing them that this person's actually just as competent as I am, and they can answer a lot of your questions, and they can make sure things are happening. And again, that goes back to setting the expectations and introducing, hello, client, this is my assistant, this person, this is how we work, they will know absolutely everything. The reason why I can attend meetings with you is because she's there making sure that everyone else who I work with is getting tended to. However, if you ever need to call me, here's my cell number, you have it, we can talk anytime you want, just give me an hour or two in case I'm in a meeting. Right. Yeah, and that's great advice. Yeah. And it's pretty simple to set up that expectation. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for thanks for the tip. I think a lot of people are going to find this beneficial. Uh, where can people find out more about you or about Next? Uh, sure. So, yeah, to learn more more about Next, we have uh, free accounts set up uh, that you can try out before you buy. I'm a big proponent of make sure you love it. Make sure yeah. it works for your business before I ever expect to take any money from you. But it's, uh, it's, it's an extremely affordable product built by you know a realtor. So it's not one of these... You know, just uh, I'm gonna push everything into a product. <laughs> if you go to uh, if you go to nextapp.com, and the spelling's kind of funny because I couldn't buy the the the, the, the normal sounding domain. Right. Um, but it's n e k s t a p p. So next app n e k s t a p p dot com. Uh, they can reach out to me there. You know, it, uh, if they just want to submit any sort of uh, notification or email, they can they can uh, you know go through one of the different. Um, you know, uh, uh, contact methods we have, and then we'll reach out to them. Or they can always uh, find us on Facebook and you know LinkedIn. <laughs> well, thanks All for right. your tips, advice, Brent. Sure. Uh, it's it's nice uh, talking with you and great tips again. So go check out nextapp.com, uh, and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, appreciate you having me on. Thanks so much. Bye now.